0: nonsense about about anything just put some grumbling before the title credit sequence that works well we'll just put some grumbling before the title credit sequence so kids how are you today you should be doing well that may may make you feel terrible. You should be doing well. No, you, you 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 are doing well. That's you know you're doing better than you probably imagine. I'm just going to say that, so, so that you're likely doing better than you imagine, because everyone is. You know, it's extremely easy to focus on the whole whole negative aspects of the world and 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 life, and those things are always more present in your mind. But you're probably doing better than you imagine. Um, you know, there's probably more good things than than the bad things. There might not be. I may be entirely wrong. I'm just talking uh, talking out my back end because you know I don't know your life. I know my life, um, and 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 what more could I want from that? You know, nothing really. There's there's no way we can trade lives that we know of yet. Um, so so why even try? Why even why even explore this subject? We shouldn't explore this subject. What well, we should explore is the subject which we're going to explore today. So what is there's some real rattle going on in this mic. Give me one sec. I'm just going to solve this rattle. Alright, maybe I can't solve that rattle. Apologies for the brief interlude. Um, yeah, what is the most the thing which you find most su- synonymous with success? I'm guessing, instantly, much like myself, you'll probably think money, f- happiness. You know, those are the two things. Praise. That that's what happens with success. Last night was the Brit Awards. I'm I'm not, I'm not a person who follows award ceremonies, and you know, it's kind of a pretentious thing. But at the same time, I just don't care. Like it's, you know, it's it's not me going. I'm too good to watch the Oscars. I'm too good to watch the Brit Awards. It's too good for the Baftas. No, I still look up who won what. I just you know I just don't care enough. Um, it doesn't it doesn't sway my opinion in terms of the content I consume. So, why am I paying attention to it? The main one I pay attention to is um, is actually the Cannes Film Festival. because Just because it introduced me to a lot of films. You know, Cannes has some weird rules. Um, I think Netflix comes under fire a lot uh, from the Cannes people. But it's always good to kind of see things. And Sundance as well. You know, you see that little Sundance sticker on a film. You usually know it's, it's going to be a fairly quality flick. Um, but that's success, isn't it? <clears throat> that's taking an idea... And, and going, oh, great, we've got this idea, and now we're taking it to these people. and so that little seal of approval. So as I say, the Brit Awards last well, night. And I was listening to Radio 1 on the way to work, and whilst listening to the radio, especially Radio 1, does lots of things for me, like annoy me, and make me wonder what is going on within the music industry, because I just don't, I don't understand some music, but that's just my age. Um, it also tells me how how out of the loop I am, as they mentioned. It must have been like twenty different bands and musicians, and I'd never heard of them. Never heard of most of them. Um, but again, this is because I don't follow things. I don't go on my way to look at these things. I don't tend to listen to the radio. I'm still listening to the majority of what I listened to when i was sixteen. I discussed this in in a previous podcast um, about finding new new mel. You know, it was a whole concept of of why I still listen to what I listen to is because I enjoy it. I enjoy that sound. Um, on Spotify, I basically just I listen to artist radio. I I listen. I pick an artist I like, and then I go artist radio, and and that's how I find artists. So, I, general media is not something for me. I don't own TV. You know, I own a TV, but I don't I don't watch TV. So there's no MTV for me. There's no Kerrang. No one is catering to me directly. They're catering to the larger group of people, and that's fine. That's that's what media, that's what mainstream media is. No one's gonna, no one's gonna start a mainstream media channel about underground artists. Nobody. Pure fact. So, you know, let's move past that. Let's not be annoyed by it. Let's just move past that. But back to the Brits. So I was listening to these bands, and I listened to one band, and I was like, yeah, this sound pretty good. Listen to another band again. They, they sound pretty good, I'm, you know I can't fault them. Um, but what I thought was interesting was their reactions. They're all very humble, which is one thing. I don't know if it was realistic humbleness or 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 not, but they they all appeared humble. One second, they all appeared humble, and. <clears throat> the general answer was what will you do if you win what are you expecting if you win you know will you be happy if you win well and all of them replied with the default answer well it's just you know the it's, it's great thing is to be nominated it's not about who actually wins it's I'm nominated for a Brit award and yeah because to them first time nominated that's a huge deal that's being recognized on a on an international scale for something you've created that's that's got to be huge you, you know even even though if you take things and you go, yeah, my, my whole whole view is the shows. It's all about the fans and, and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> you can only say that so far within your local scene. Because eventually the idea is to be recognised internationally. Um, and I thought this was interesting and I thought whether or not they believe these, you know, they may see this as their, their, their piece de resistance, they may see this as the kind of I've done so well, and now I have an award for it, therefore I'm at the top of my game. They may see it as that, or they may see it as just, you know, oh, it's fantastic to be nominated, it's humbling, and there's so many great people in the category, blah. blah, 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 blah. How they interpret that message internally is actually hugely important, because how you handle your success can lead to how you live the rest of your life. Which gets me to my point. To me, the number one thing, which is synonymous with success right now, for me, anyone anyone is fear and let me explain why that is so there's this whole idea that you work hard on something and then you know maybe get lucky and you generate some success and you kick into the world of whatever you're kicking in music tv film writing poetry you name it you you picked someone a category and you've thrived in that category if you're succeeding, the main fear, I feel, for creators is that they will not continue to succeed. And in a society which is heavily social media-based, which is obviously heavily criticism-based, you kind of end up in this cycle of, I can kind of understand what they're on about. Because the next time they release anything, everyone goes, oh, it's not quite as good as their first stuff, is it? It's not not quite as good. I mean I'm so I'm a terrible fan. Let's let's say let's get this out in the open. I am a terrible fan. I have music which I like, I have artists which I like, but I don't follow anything. I don't just I don't look at anything and go, yeah, I need to I need to constantly know about that. For instance, Slipknot. Slipknot are one of my favourite bands. From my youth through to my adulthood, they're one of the bands which I, I pay attention to. But even then, I find out that they've got an album coming out accidentally. You know, a friend of mine sent me the video for their latest track, and I was like, oh, damn, that's coming out this year. Someone mentioned to me Deftones making a new album. I said, oh, fantastic, you know, I'll pick that up at some point. And you're always going to compare it to their previous work, because that's what you do. It's an impossibility not to. You know, a filmmaker makes a film, the next film they bring out, you're going to compare it. It doesn't matter who it is that's just, that's, that's how you do it because you know it comes from them it, there's no way to anonymously do it um, that was the, the beauty behind kind of J.K. Rowling and when she released her secondary book under her pseudonym she was trying to avoid that she was trying to avoid that comparison and there's no way to avoid that comparison because they're always going to find you they're always going to find you um, and so your, your success whilst it can bring elation can bring joy Can also bring a lot of anxiety, can also bring a lot of fear. I think a fantastic example of this, if you get a chance, go on Netflix, uh, watch the documentary about Dr. Dre. I can't remember what it's called. It's it's about Dre and his producer. Um, And, oh my God, what is it? It's like the Defiant ones, I think. I think it's the Defiant ones. Now, Dre is a perfect example. He's a fantastic producer, fantastic musician. You know he's top of the. Game. Everyone knows Dre You know it's 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 one of those things. <clears throat> hasn't put out an album in a very long time. Why hasn't he put out an album in a very long time? Because he's a perfectionist. Because he he takes extreme pride in his work and everything he does. He thinks isn't good enough. Everything he does, he compares to his previous tracks. You know, and that's what everyone else is going to do. But you, when you do it in your mind, you kind of get into this this vicious cycle of this will never be as good as everything I've ever done. Oh my god, okay, make it sound like this. I need to make it perfect. And it becomes overworked, and and that's a huge risk for artists. So, rewards. People getting these rewards. Uh, There's a fantastic line uh, from a song by Scroobius Pip, uh, from the Dan Lesac Scroobius Pip album, um, where he says, If your only goal is to be better than me, um, as soon as you achieve it, your standards will slip. You know, if you if you idolize someone, if you take an artist, um, a rapper in this case, and, and you, you go, I wanna be as good as that guy. Or I wanna be better than that guy. You get to that point and it's like, Right, cool, I've achieved that. I guess I don't need to work for it anymore. Which is a complete lie. That's that's when that's when people fall off. That's when people stop being relevant and people get bored and Move on, and then but then you, if you try something different or you try and improve from that because you're on such a world stage, the pressure is so much more. Before, if you're just sitting in your room doing something and there's no one paying attention to it, it doesn't matter if you fail because, like, what 30 people will see it, you know. I could mess up right now, I have just messed up right now. I dropped a cable, the timing on that was perfect, you know. 30 people will see that if I had millions of subscribers. Maybe two thousand and see that due to YouTube algorithms, <laughs> but you know, suddenly I got two thousand people who are going to point out that I made a mistake instead of six. In fact, the six probably wouldn't even make a mistake. So, I guess the question there is whether it's better to remain small and relevant to yourself or to actually strive for that that huge recognition. <clears throat> it becomes a huge problem, and you can understand why so many. So many artists get big and then step away. Because as much as you, you understand that success is a, a thing, which would be nice and appreciated, there's so many things come with it which you just can't comprehend. I have no idea what I'd do if, if I gained even even national recognition. It wouldn't even need to be international. Hell, even if the city knew who I was, I have no idea how I'd handle that. No one does. People have a view of it, you know. You sit, you imagine the interviews you do, you kind of, you know, play the part of both. Imagine your award acceptance speech, and 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 yeah, and that's that's why I made this work. and I feel it says something about society and how we how we view each other. Um, and it was it was really a deep piece for me. The time, fuck that. None of that. You can't practice that kind of stuff. You can rehearse it, but then if the the interviewer comes along and asks you like a random question which you never even comprehended, you're just going to be stumped. So you never try and rehearse that. You know, maybe have some default. You can get coaches for that kind of thing. But again, this is another huge part of it. This is the fantastic thing, the hugely fantastic thing. When you see someone go from being like a lower level to extremely high level and you recognize that they have never been coached on how to do a public interview. So therefore, they will just say whatever they want. <laughs> That's usually the case with politicians. Um, if you get grassroots politicians who go to interviews, they, they need to be heavily coached. Because obviously, the, their audience is huge and even more judgmental than the creative industry. Um, and there's some beauty to that. But you at the same time, you can understand the pressures that they're under. And it's why we idolize people like it. It's why we idolize people like... Um, oh dear God, what is her name? That young young woman who died. Oh, it's gone. People people like, you know, rock stars. This is why we idolize rock stars. This is why we, we idolize the people who... Get into interviews and spit in the interviewer's face. Who go to events and they just don't care. That's why music exhibitions and award ceremonies are probably one of the best because you're getting a lot of creative people whose entire job is generally to have bravado. Obviously, you're going to get some humble people, but you're going to get a huge amount of people who just they just don't care. They're not there to be interested. Or, if anything, when they recognize that there's a protocol, they just want to break that protocol. They want to push that boundary. I'm Googling this woman because... I can't. Sorry, <clears throat> Amy Winehouse. Jeez, yes, yeah, so someone like Amy Winehouse. This is why we idolize them. Someone like Kurt Cobain. Someone like Sid Vicious. These these people we look to and we go, yes, they are fantastic because right now they're doing. What I wouldn't be able to do in that situation, I I get the feeling I'd be overtaken by the anxiety, the nerves of it all, the the pressures, the people out there looking at me going, when's the next album? You know, all of that would get too much. And they've taken that and turned it into something in your face, something which kind of sits there and goes, oh, you know what? I don't care what I say in this interview. And then that becomes their thing. Of course, the flip side of that is that if that becomes their thing on the world stage, they're expected to continue it. And as soon as they drift away from that, the people who idolise them because of it think they've sold out. It's a very all. It's all very double-edged with the success stories. But I do wonder. I wonder how far you can go with it. I mean, this is something which kind of comes to mind um, with my own work, and, and I'll happily get into it. Um, so obviously I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to write books. I'm attempting to do illustration. Attempting to write. There's all kinds of things I'm attempting to do. Um, and there's no real view as to, as to what could and couldn't take off. Because I have no view of that. I just make work for the sake of making work. I like making art. I enjoy the work which I make. And I enjoy the feedback that I get from people when I create work. The same reason with the podcast. I enjoy making these podcasts. I don't care how many views it got. The videos last year some of them have like seven views it doesn't bother me because at the time i was enjoying it the only time i feel sad about that is if i have a guest on and i feel like they haven't got the appreciation they deserve so i'll share it more and more um but you know if those things took off who's to say how that could go who's to say how that would be involved the question i always pose myself is if i was offered something award-based would i accept it because this becomes a huge, huge thing at award ceremonies and, and success, especially the Oscars. Recently, there's been a lot of boycotting of it because of um, racial subjects and issues <clears throat> and how it's presented. And I don't think there is a, a presenter for this year's Oscars. I think they've 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 done without. Maybe, um, but yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things of do you accept it? There's um, if you're in the UK, uh, one of the major things is the idea of a knighthood. Or uh, an OBE or an, an mbe I can't remember what, what those things, um, things stand for. Quick cursory Google search would be uh, Order of the British Empire. Yep. Order of the British Empire. This is why, see, these these are things which, as much as I would appreciate being recognized on a national scale, I think they're things which I'd want to, to you know, reject. Because I have a problem with the, the royal empire so to speak that's a subject for a different day than my lack of patriotism feel free to question me on my lack of patriotism because i have i have huge problems with patriotism um but yeah you, you know the national recognitions that you just reading here you can get uh, so you got you an MBE which is a member of the most excellent order of the British Empire which basically just tags you as a member of the British Empire or a notable member of the British Empire um, or oh, there's the OBE which is the officer of the most excellent order of the British Empire so you, you kind of you get the MBE and then you get upgraded to an OBE you know you, you're a higher tier than the people who are an MBE That that's what that's about Uh, There is one above that, CBE, which is Commander of the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire. We do like some wordy titles in the UK. Um, And then above that is KBE and DBE, which is Knight Commander or Dame Commander of the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire. My God, I don't know anyone who's who's kind of got these titles. Um, You get Sird and and get Knighted. And, you know, some people do, and I, I, I don't understand it. I don't know if you reject it, if they still give you the sir. I don't know if I'd want to be Sir Graham. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. Don't really know how I'd handle that. Don't really want to put that on my business cards. Sir Graham, MBE. I wouldn't even have my full name, I'd just say Sir Graham. There'd be no point to it. I may as well just put Graham on my business cards. There's not many of us i'm just calling out you know there's not many grahams um and the grahams i do know were all kind of casual i've never met a high maintenance graham i'm just saying just as a side note to this whole thing i've never met a high maintenance graham all the grahams i've met have been pretty relaxed people and i don't know if that's just something which comes with our name there's a lot of symbolism which could go into it but no, you know i don't know what i'm what that means But back to my point at hand. So, the question I pose within this and with to you guys and and anyone who may or may not be listening is is this this whole idea of success. My message is to not see an end point to your success. Obviously, have benchmarks. Have things where you want to go, yes, that's what I'm aiming for. That's what I want to do. That's where I should be. I need to go out and I need to get that award you know i need to be as good as my the band which inspired me to to do things i need to recognize that um but never see that as an end point never take that as that's my goal take that as that is something i want to surpass and keep going you know because uh, scribbish pip's right you 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 know if your goal if you're a rapper and your goal was always to be as good as tupac or to be as big as tupac cool once you've done it what's the point where's your drive you want to outsell it okay? you outsell it you're at the top of the mountain and then if you're at the top of the mountain you're going to live in fear that someone else is going to outsell you and that becomes a huge thing egos can't take that which is why people collapse and why people just stop creating work because they're like oh god I've gone to the top and then they're always watching the younger person come up that's a huge thing with actors Actors are always watching younger generations come up and try and surpass them in art it doesn't happen so much because it's art, you know obviously there's always going to be the younger, edgier flavor of the month who always comes and, and, and kicks you from your post, but you don't really think about that. the more you think about is is how much you can get your message out how how easily you can get your message out, how much work you're gonna to have to put in, so there's a lot more goes into it, but at the same time, you know, if my goal was to to pick and get the notoriety of a famous artist, once I achieve that. There's not really much point to my work anymore. Because I've surpassed it. I'm you know, i making work. But why, why am I making work? Well originally I was making work only to surpass someone. Now I'm making work and I've surpassed them. What do I do? You'd be forced to find a whole new meaning. Whereas if <clears throat> your goal is to kind of stand alongside them. And maintain that rise. Or you start with a different kind of concept. To why you're creating work or music. And you're doing it for the reasons you enjoy. You'll always enjoy it. You'll not be consumed by this anxiety and fear which comes with success. Or at least in my opinion. I may be completely wrong. I have no success to speak of. Creatively. So I'm kind of in that situation of. I'm theorizing. But maybe you agree. Maybe you don't. I'm not going to worry about it. And you shouldn't do I'll talk to you guys later.